Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. It's Steve, and we're back for another session of coaching in your ear. Another speed session. Let's just make sure we're recording and then we're going to get going we're going to head down to Roding Valley Wreck for some more grass truck stuff right let's get going uh, what have we got what have we got this week oh, this week We've got a continuous session. Ooh, a continuous session. And it's fast as well. It's a fast session. Four dogs, no humans. Hello. Here's the human. Yeah. This week we are doing nine sets of 300 meters as fast as you can off 100 meters of jogging which is nice and easy for me because I've got track but I realize obviously it's not necessarily nice and easy for everyone so if If you don't have a track, then we're going to do 70 seconds and you start again when I start again each time. But I would hope that means I can take my jogs nice and slow. And the jog part you can do as slow as you want, there's no rush. The whole session's not about how quickly you can run. 4,000 meters or 3,600 meters. It's about running the 300s as fast as you can. We're running by a slightly busy road. So that'll be our session today. Once we get to the wreck. It should be good. And this really is uh, another good session. We're getting our legs turning over, getting some speed in them. As racing is coming back and back and back. And life is coming back. something more closely resembling the life that we knew at the beginning of the year and in the distant past of 2019 and it's interesting so if you listen to the last recording I did on on imposter syndrome I nearly said that wrong and said it like the uh, the British airmen that got captured in a uh, landed in France in a lower low the on pistas in your own trying to speak French you probably haven't watched it but if you do you know what I'm talking about anyway uh, yeah life starting to return to normal school back and whilst there's still lots of 
COVID security measures in place. It does sort of feel like pretty much what I've been saying, that this is a big step forward, but what worries me slightly is that we're stepping forward a bit too quickly. It's only the second week of school. Some schools have only gone back today. I'm recording, oh Jesus, only recording this on Monday. That's a cat just ran out on me. I'm recording this on Monday morning. And, you know, it's pretty clear that cases are going up. Uh, testing's also going up. The cases are going up. Hospital admissions are still under control. But the more mixing we do, the more cases we get. You know, when R goes above one and all that stuff, then are we starting to threaten the vulnerable again? So in my mind, we've got about a month of being suitably careful, well more, I mean, for a while, until the vaccine really, but I think it's really important we get through the next month. And what I worry about is that people have gone, ah, it's over now, kids are back, life's back to normal, offices, they're starting to go back as well, aren't they? Okay, let's do this carefully. Let's be sensible. Let's wash our hands. Let's still stay two metres apart from everybody. All that stuff. And we talked a good game of how this was going to change us and how we were going to think about life differently. And now we need to do it. This is the crucial bit for me. any step back is a real kick in the teeth isn't it now you know, it's going to hit us hard emotionally and economically if we have to return to anything like what we had in April and May we've got to do everything we can to avoid it in my opinion um, And, you know, I talk about racing coming back and how important I think that is. And I think it is important because I think, you know, we need to keep moving, don't we? We need to do so in a safe way. So I went and did a race yesterday with about 500 other people. race organised by Run Through. They also did a 5k in Battersea Park. And I did it for a number of reasons. I did it because I wanted to see where I was at. I did it because I wanted to experience a Covid secure race. And um, those are the two reasons <laughs> uh, and hats off to run three that's really good commercial right race organizer pre-lockdown they're putting on events all over the place mostly in closed uh, locations like a park rather than having to close roads which has been the traditional way of staging road races in the UK, at club level at least. They're very often laps of the park. They're very popular. But they're really well organised. And this one especially, so I was curious about how the start would go. Normally, obviously, it is of a bundle, get to the front if you're fast, jostle for position, leg it off the start line, and then race. So this was slightly different. You can't do that, you can't get together at the start line. 
So what they did was they laid out a bunch of cones in the start area in twos and formed a crocodile basically. All the cones were two metres apart, you have to stand on a cone, find yourself a cone, wait for the session, wait for the race to begin. And then once the race began, now that's an example of why we need to be careful. A really frail old guy just walked past me. Basically been walked along by someone helping him and fully masked up. Don't want to give him anything. Let's get out of his way. Um, yeah, so once the race began, they called four people forward from the cones and set them off. Wait 10 seconds or so, set the next four off, and so on. Chip timed, so you had a chip on your shoe. So you get your time from when you start to when you finish. So from that perspective, it's all good. And as long as you are in an area of the race where people of your ability are, then you do have a race just against a few less people. And that's the issue, really. Is the the experience of the race of competing against others is not quite what it used to be but apart from that everything else exactly the same good and uh, I wasn't quite sure what shape I was in so I think my goals before the race as you might expect me to think what do I want out of this the actual racing part as much as the experience what do I want to want to do and because I didn't set myself any or because I didn't know what shape I was in I mean I feel like I'm in reasonable shape and the last few speed sessions have shown that. But I've got to hold this for 10k. I don't really know. I decided I wasn't going to set a time-based goal or an outcome-based goal. I was going to set a process goal. And that was effectively to run strong and to run controllably hard like we've done in many of these sessions for the first two laps of the four lap course which should work out to be around 15-20 minutes something like that so it was really for me a case of being in control for the first half and then seeing where that took me With the aim, as ever with racing, of finishing strong, perhaps a negative split, if all goes well, and to focus on some key disciplines throughout it, so keeping heels, keeping hips up, keeping heels up, driving the knees through, were the things I really wanted to work on through the race. and then see what happens and yeah it went well so the process was good first couple of laps nicely in control and 
and Battersea Park is a great place to race to be honest it's nice and flat for the 10k it's 4 laps there's enough to keep you interested as you're running the laps in terms of the way the course is laid out there's bits to think about as you go it's good good place to run so yeah, got through the first couple of laps wasn't looking at my watch too much third lap started getting a bit tough thought, oh, I'd forgotten the races are supposed to be tough but held it together and then started to pay a little bit more attention to what's happening on my watch and the kilometre to go figured that I had about four minutes, slightly less, to run a PB if the timing, if the distance markers were accurate. So held the pace. As best I could for maybe the next five hundred meters and finish straight, try and give it as much as I had left. 90 seconds left I had with I don't know how long there was for the last straight anyway oh I don't know if I'm going to make that had to put it in did so, stuck in under my PB happy days now a little bit of a health warning on that so I haven't run a 10k race for about I'm going to say three years, but it might be even longer. And in that time, I've improved quite a lot over the longer distances and I've done some of those big races. So, as one of my friends helpfully pointed out, my previous PB was probably a bit soft. But still, You also have to provide some context, don't you? And the context is, no idea what condition I'm in. Uh, I've been training pretty well, pretty consistently. Obviously doing these recordings every week helps. Volume is steady, nothing outrageous. Um, But lockdown's been stressful and it's been a hard time, hasn't it? So if you put that you know, context, first race back out, and also the thing with racing is you always feel a bit rusty in the first race. A little bit of sharpness, not quite there. And a little bit of pacing, uh, wisdom or acumen, not quite there. Go off a bit quick, that sort of thing very common, I'm sure lots of people did it yesterday so yeah, I'll take it soft or not um, and the process goal was hit and I felt stronger to, well I didn't feel stronger, it was hard and I pushed harder towards the end but the wheels didn't come off, held it controlled. It was good. So, looking for the next one now. We've got the How Far Challenge in a couple of weeks. And then let's see what other races we can find. And let's get out there. Let's enjoy our sport. You know, for a long time running was something else, it wasn't sport, it was therapy, mindfulness, getting out and doing stuff, being alive, seeing new horizons and you know quite a lot of the time in the last six months I talked about how important it was to rethink what running is to you in the absence of sport. But now, 
the sport is on its way back. So you can carry on thinking about what it is, and it doesn't have to be about sport at all. So if you want it to be, it's there. But one thing that I think is really interesting and for me quite valuable about the whole thing, the whole of the six months and then a 10k race yesterday was the value of process goals over outcome goals. And the process goal runs strong, comfortably hard, and see what you've got left, rather than I'm going to set off at this pace because that pace is going to get me into the territory of, that I want to be in. And that's partly because, as I said, I didn't know what shape I was in. But also, it's an interesting lesson about how running is and what running should be. It's a process, not an outcome. Okay, I'm at Rolling Valley Rec. I've just done one lap. They've marked it today. But my groundsman friend's not here. Which is a shame. Never mind. So the other thing about me racing yesterday means my legs are a bit tired. Uh, and I would never advocate doing a speed session the day after a race, so we'll I may well keep this controlled today, but it'll probably feel hard, so I suppose that's my way of laying down an excuse or two, as usual. Right, so the session to repeat is nine sets of 300 metres with a 100 metre jog in between, or it's going to be 70 seconds, whichever comes first, 300 metres or 70 seconds, and then we start the next rep when I go. But the jog is going to be very easy, particularly for me. Right, warm up. I'm going to do three lap warm up today. I'm just walking at the moment. Walking into the wind down the home straight to the back bend and I'm going to just jog round the bend until I'm onto the back straight. Oh, there's definitely a lot of tiredness in my legs. slow to walk. As I walk I'm just going to pop up onto my tiptoes, or usual stuff, stretch out the calves and the ankles and I'm going to rock back on the heels, curling the toes up towards the knees. And then doing the same up on my tiptoes. And back on my heels. And toes. And once more back on my heels. And then we're going to put some walking lunges in. So a nice big stride reaching out with our front leg. Rear knee down towards the ground. Five or six on each leg. Stretch out those hips that are a bit tight. Okay, good work. And whilst we're here, we're going to do some hamstring swings. So three or four swings on the spot on each leg. So three or four on my right leg, standing on my left, obviously. And switch sides. Hamstrings are tight, as you might imagine. Lower back's a bit tight as well. And back to the first one. And back to the second one. Okay. And we're going to jog. Just jogging around the bend. When I get to the straights, that will have been one lap. 
the end of the straight will be on that, but I'm going to put it in a little bit to increase the pace, effectively some strides, just trying to get the heart rate up, open up the hips a little bit, into the wind though, Whew. here we go, pick it up then. and relax. We're going to go back to a walk to start with and get into our hips. So we're going to do our internal hip rotation. So from a standing position on my left leg, my right knee is going out to three o'clock. I've raised it in front of me, moved it around to three and now moving back around to 12. And the same on the other side, take a couple of paces and repeat five or six times quickly or as slowly as you want. Let's get those hips opened up. Good. And then uh, we're just going to put some high knees in. Standard high knees, get the toes up. Oh sorry, get the knees up, thighs parallel to the ground, on the tips of your toes, the balls of your feet. And then from those high knees, we're going to go into our next drive. Off we go. Oh, that's hard, isn't it? Good. And we can hold it there. walk for a sec and then we're going to go into some skipping playground skipping favorite drill knees up into chest get some height if you can knees into chest keep the knees forwards don't allow them to drop across you and jog and then we're going to go into another stride And off we go. Put it in now. Short and sharp session today, so you've got to get that heart rate up. We'll do two more of these. Good, slow to walk. What about that way going into the wind? Okay, and we're going to go into some more playground skipping. Exactly the same, but get some height into your skips now. Hips up, knees up, hips up off the ground. Push off the calves and jog. And then we're going to get into our next ride. Off we go. Put it in now, get your heart rate up. 80 metres or so, 100 metres maybe. Good, and relax. One more of those to do. Slow to walk for a sec. Last drill, back to high knees. Nice high knee, thighs parallel to the ground, tips of the toes, balls of the feet. Up you go. And go fast, 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 let's get them going. And jog. And then we're going to do one more stride. And let's go. Good. Hold it there. It's going to want to where I'm going to start the session.
So the sensible thing to do on this is to do your hard running on the straights. So 300 metres is obviously three quarters of the track. So I'm going to run starting at the 100 metre place actually, 100 metres to go on the home straight. But I'm going to run obviously around one bend and one other straight for my 300. Jog the rest. As I said, if you're not using a track, 70 seconds of effort is what we're looking for. Off a jog, and we're doing nine of those. But it's all out, it's as hard as we can. Just sort myself out, hopefully you're getting your equipment sorted as well. Oh, it's all going wrong here. Hopefully your heart rate is nice and high. Right, something like organised. So it's going to be 300 as fast as you can, or 70 seconds, whichever comes first. Jog for 100 metres, or for however long it takes me, and you go with me each time. Okay, we're going to go in 10, 5, 3, Two, one, go. 300 meters. So all of our principles. Hips high, knees through, heels up, elbows back. Head forwards. Anything else? Five and that's seventy seconds. Jog round. I'm getting going for the next one. <coughs> nice and slow. Remember, you're going with me. As fast as you can. We're going again in three. Two, one, go, number two. Three, sixty-five, seventy seconds. Jog slow as you want. Good work. Keep yourself moving as slow as you like. And 
we're going again. In three, three, two, one, go. Number three, elbows back now, come on, head forwards. Two, well done. Seventy seconds, good work. Three done. Jogging. Nice and slow. Keep it easy. Five, three, two, one, go. Put it in now, come on. Two, 66, 70 seconds, well done, take your time, keep moving forwards, good, four done. seconds or so. We're going again. We're going in. Five, three, two, one, go. 300, come on. Knees up this time. As fast as you can. Come on now. Seventy-two. Sorry, seven sixty-four. That was and seventy seconds. Already there. If you haven't stopped already, jogging. Well done. Little jog. Keep it easy. 
100 meters flies by, doesn't it? 300 takes forever. Okay. There we go. End of the middle third. Number six already. Okay, we're going in five, three, two, one. Go. 300. Let's pin the elbows back this time. Two. 66. Good work, 70 seconds. Six done, well done. Three to go. Final third. Nice and easy. Slow as you want, but you go when I go. Going five, three, two, one, go number seven. It's getting hard now. Got to focus, stay in the moment. All the way in, come on, 67. 70 seconds, well done. Seven done. Two to go. Penultimate rep. Coming up. Nice and easy. Keep moving forwards. Penultimate rep. Come on. Going in five, three, two, one, go. Number eight. Come on, work hard. 62. 66, all the way. And that's 70 seconds, well done. You've got one left. 
keep moving forwards. Whew. There's nothing left in my tank. Just keep moving forwards. Last one, come on. Okay, we're going in five, three, two, one, go. Last one, come on then. going, come on, all the way. No let up, come on. Fifty-four. Finish strong now, come on. All the way in if you're not done. Finish hard. 62, come on. Push all the way. 66. And that's 70 seconds. Hold it there, well done. Good work. Oh. Well, I was consistent. At least. Nine. You probably wondered why nine at the beginning. One up ten. And there's your reason. It was hard, wasn't it? Oh. Just taking a walk. Do what you need to do. We'll get to some stretches in a sec. Oh. And then a slow shuffle back to wherever you need to get back to. For me, it's going to be very slow. Okay, I'm just going to jog to where I need to be for stretches. Okay, so we are going to go into calf stretches. Foot is flat to the floor, I'm pushing against the bench, foot flat to the floor, on one leg, pushing backwards, back leg is straight, all that stuff, you know how the calf stretch goes. Right into the top of the calf. And switch legs, and then we're right. Good, up we come, we're going to go into quads, so pick your ankle up, behind you, heel into your bum, knees together, hips forwards, and switch legs. Good, and hamstrings. I'm going to put my foot up on the bench and I'm going to lean forwards, one foot up on the bench, lean forwards over that front leg until I feel the stretch in my hamstring. I'm not going to go beyond any point of soreness or tightness. And switch. Good. And glutes. I'm going to put my ankle over my knee. I'm going to go down into a glute stretch, uh, into a squat. Oh, that's tight in there, in my buttocks. And switch. To the other side, a little bit less tight on the left. 
and is the right. Always the way with me. And last one of tips. So I'm putting my foot up on the bench and I'm going to lean forwards with my toes going over the top of my toes with my other leg straight out behind me. And switch. Oh, it's warmer than it looks today as well. I've got a good sweat on, just from nine, so it's 300. I did have a tub of Ben and Jerry's and a beer to celebrate my post-race tradition. Uh, so maybe that's coming out a little bit as well. Good work. Well done, everybody. All done. And we will be back for more of the same uh, next week. Maybe actually a second recording this week as well. So uh, look out for that. Any ideas, any thoughts, give me a shout. Let me know how you're getting on. And I will speak to you all again very soon. Take care. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.